Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, real good show. Back at it again for episode number 54, Justin Morissette with you. And with me, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. And we're just going to pretend like it hasn't been a while since we've been doing it's this. It's been a while. Um, because, you know, we, we only released two episodes in the month of July, and uh, it's Probably best that we do acknowledge that that happened, but that's fine. I personally feel no remorse. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I think people expected, like, at some point in the summer, there'd be a break. Yeah. I also feel like people who listen to podcasts in the summer, you know, it's like, what are you... Yeah, you have you, better you, things you, to yeah, do. Yeah, you're just, like, driving down to the beach, just cranking a podcast. Well, you're still dude. working. Check it out. I guess, yeah. I, well, yeah. Us, I'm not. common working folk <laughs> yeah, still have jobs true. to attend. Yeah, John and I have, yeah. like, weird, stupid jobs. Yeah, we yeah. don't really have jobs. I'm yeah. jealous. Yeah. So I, I, I guess that's weird, true. I, my, job. my, like, uh, perception of life is very clouded right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say the last week or so is probably uh, uh, not exactly normal for either of you. Uh, well, fun, no. I mean, I've done it the last two years, so oh, yeah. so it's a it's a habit now. <laughs> well, it'd be great it's if a, it was it's a habit. tradition. It's, I, but think, I, I don't three, think it will be. Three years is a tradition. I think okay, that's well, how it works, I mean, yeah. I'll have to make it next year yeah. then. Um, but I mean, it probably still felt pretty amazing to be there. You were at just for laughs, of course. If people I don't was. know what we're alluding to, yep, I was at just for laughs for a week. Uh, that's a long time to be at just for laughs. Uh. But it was great. Well, it was really fun. May have come back too early. <clears throat> yeah, PK's gala was pretty... Uh, like, honestly, I'm not joking you when I tell you I could not have stayed there another day. It was so, like, just every night, there's, like, it's, like, open bar, free food parties every single night. So you go to bed at, like, 4 a.m. every night. You wake up at noon every day. You eat terrible food. I had poutine five times. Uh, it's, like, it's just, A like, day? Yeah, I wish. Awesome. <laughs> Just five times total, but it was still I had yeah, my poutine count was five and my uh my um smoked meat count was three. <clears throat> So I did pretty good. I would say so. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, it's just a long week. And then I also had a bunch of shows and I went to a bunch of shows and yeah, it's just, it's very overwhelming. So I don't even know if I could have stayed for another night, but it would have been pretty awesome to go and, and see the PK gala. Well, I have to say part of the reason I didn't stay was because I knew the gala would sell out. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm not even going to get in. Yeah. But what I didn't realize is that when they film the galas, they have a backstage area specifically for comedians to go and watch the galas and eat free food. I didn't know this. <laughs> so I went to Russell Peters gala on Saturday night because my friend Darcy Michael was on it. And I was like, Oh, you know, where do we, where do we go? And they're like, Oh, well you can't get into the show. And I was like, Oh, okay. This is like, we went to the front door of the theater. They're like, yeah, you can't get in the show. And I was like, Oh, and they're like, yeah, there's like an area for the artists. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Assuming that it would be like a reserved section in the theater. But 
no it was like a posh backstage area and then like russell peters was just like milling around with with like all the comedians that are on the show and obviously we're super hungover like very yeah yeah. buddy i had so many ginger ales this week it (laughs) would uh it could have tranquilized a small horse a shetland pony if you will make your head spin uh yes indeed but uh it was yeah so it it was a just a lot of a lot of stuff so i so i could have watched the suban gala but originally i didn't think i would be able to and uh and also yeah it was a long time to be there i'm happy to be back well welcome home i'm glad you're thank back thank you thank you if only so that i don't have to look after your cat any longer that's fair yeah which yeah, you true. like you like the cat I, though. I do like george i was happy to have him in my home over the last little while but uh i did want to make fun of you on the show for um <laughs> when you brought him over before you left for montreal um he was on a leash. Yeah, he was a freak on a leash. So you're one of those people who apparently <laughs> puts your cat on a leash and takes him around outside on a leash. Just because when I put him on a leash, he feels like a part of me. Uh, no, yeah, no, uh, I'm I'm not responsible for the leashing. Uh, that would be- also I don't see it. Like, how else do you get the cat outside? Like in a cage, I guess. But if you yeah. want the cat, so why would you free. walk your cat to the park in the first place? It's not a dog. You did not buy a dog. Breaking down. You bought a cat. He's breaking down barriers. Exactly. Oh, okay. He's Absolutely. Rosa. He's uh, Rosa Parks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, cat should be allowed to go to the dog park. Yeah. No, I agree. It's not like maybe it's not the same level. Yeah, as exactly. I'm mutant Luther King. <laughs> mutant. <laughs> Mutin. Mutin. Oh, meow. Like you should have yeah, said, said, said meowton. I thought you said mutant. Mute. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Meowton, Luther King. I'm trying to think of other civil rights, uh, <laughs> civil rights icons people. we can like blaspheme right now. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, ob- obviously that's... Uh, mew come X. That's <laughs> meow. Meow. Meow come X. Why can sorry. you not say it right? <laughs> sorry, meow come like X. I just have the Pokemon stuck in my head, yeah. I guess. I, guess <laughs> I mean, cats also mew. I'm not, it's not, that's yeah, not like wrong. Yeah, like baby cats yeah, do when they're first yeah. born. So okay. do babies, though. Yeah, okay. Babies? Do you yeah, say a baby mewed? That's a mew. It, it'll, I don't it'll, think it'll be like, people say that about yeah, babies. Yeah, little babies. That they mew? Mewling? Isn't that a thing? Uh, Is that a cat thing? Yeah, that's, I like think a, that's, that's like when they're crying. I think yeah. that's a cat thing. No, cats meow. But they also mew. No, they don't. Yeah, they Mewling do. is like crying, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. Is not it, for, is it, you don't say a baby is mewling. I don't We're think not you just, say anyone is mewling. Yeah, no, you don't. We're not in the 16th century <laughs> at this point. Yeah, uh, look it up. Let's figure I'm, this shit out because anyway, uh, we tried to... George does have a carrier. Yes. And we tried to get him in the carrier and he wouldn't go in. So we brought him on a leash End of story. But yes, we do have a leash for our cat. And no, it was not my decision to have it. Yes. Well, my girlfriend wishes that our cat had a leash and I will not abide it. Mule. Especially of a baby to cry feebly or querulously to whimper. Okay. In, In brackets especially of a baby cool well if you go to see like a stranger's baby <laughs> and you tell them oh your baby's mewling let's see how they respond to that oh i'll say your baby is a feeble ass cry we'll see if that works any better uh it seems your baby is uh responding querulously yeah your baby's is kind it? of your baby's kind of a pussy <laughs> well george is a pussy cat, cat. bingo bango yeah. Let's go to it. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Where <laughs> is George? Where'd about? he go? I don't know. He's around here somewhere. Yeah, but he's, it, he's it, was fine. A, it was a pleasure having him. 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he kind of just bullied my cat quite a bit. Oh, what? Your, it's not my fault. Your cat is weak. It was just smaller. So yeah, he's it's a like smaller. We're boy. gonna play fight. That mostly involved George just running up to Monty and shoving him on the ground. It's how like, is oh, uh, sure. how's Monty's leg? I'm sure, that's very fun for him. Um, he seems to be limping a little bit, probably because George keeps shoving him over. But is he mewling at all? I don't think so. No. <laughs> George checked Monty's Twitter and he knew that that was Monty's weak point. So he's been attacking it all week. Of course, of course. Um, George is like making fun of the. GoFundMe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you need people to help you out, eh, you little bitch? <laughs> Just pushes them on the ground. But uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I would love it. I, I, you know what? I mean, for those of you, the listeners uh, that don't, my my cat is half Bengal, so he's a very big boy for being one year. He's not. He's just one year old now. Yeah, he's quite big. Yeah, he's, a, he's a big dude. Yeah. So enormous eyes, also. It's yeah. almost like disconcerting how big his eyes are. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a he's a bit of a renegade, but uh, he's an all he's an all right dude. Um, but you you actually had the sports run in in Montreal. You didn't meet PK Subban. No, that's I did not. But there was another gentleman who was there. That's true too. In fact, uh, what I played, I think I talked about this on the podcast last year. Also, uh, just for laughs, every year has a ball hockey game on the Saturday morning between uh, the it's the comics versus the industry. Uh, I'd love to say that we defended our title this year, but we did not. Uh, however, uh, we did play Zach Fucali, played last year, goaltending prospect for the Canadians. He played again this year, and he brought Mark Barbario with him, uh, who's a defenseman for the Habs. He got called up like halfway through the year, I think. And he then played stayed. for Tampa Bay before, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Fuck! Why do I know that? I, that's a great question. I didn't. I didn't even really know who he was. Uh, he was very hungover, or that's what we were told. Um, but I, I think he was because he was routinely getting beat by guys who are not in the NHL. So, uh, well, I was going to say that you know is all the more reason why you guys should not have been able to successfully defend your title, but apparently yeah. not. So, no. Well, Zach was on the other. Well, he played for the industry, and then Mark played for us. And uh, Zach played with us last year, and so maybe he was just the he was the key to victory. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, it was fun. Uh, Jerry D was on my team as well, and uh, I'm happy to report that he is the same in life as he is on television, and that he was very serious about winning the ball hockey game. <laughs> uh, great guy, awesome guy, very funny. Um, but yeah, very it was very into the ball hockey game. Did, so. he, did he not like come up to you at any point and was like, "So I hear you." Uh make jokes about being a teacher huh? no i'm not nearly well known enough for jerry d to have any idea who i am this whatsoever. is my game you're hedging <laughs> in on my material uh i have had people tell me that i'm that i'm like him which is weird because i'm not at all uh but i guess we just both tell jokes about teachers so fuck me for also being a teacher and a comedian uh, but I will say that I'm almost positive that he d- he did not. We didn't have that conversation because I don't even think he remembered me like later that night because okay. we like we played in the ball hockey game together and then he was backstage at the Russell Peters Gala and I was like, oh hey, how are you feeling? Like because I knew that he was pretty sore after the ball hockey game and he didn't know what I was t- like. He's like, oh yeah, my my gala went pretty well. Thanks, man. And I was like, oh, no, like from the ball. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm really sore. I had a like four-hour nap. I'm like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> well, there are just bigger fish to schmooze with at that Oh, event, for probably. sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a nobody. That's Although one year he played in the game and he got hurt so bad that they ended up having to edit his like walk out to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that was like four, it was like four years ago or something. And yeah, I guess he like, he pulled his hamstring or his groin or something. And it took him so long to get from like the side of the stage to the microphone that when they aired it, they just, it was just like, ladies and gentlemen, Jerry D. And then he was at the he's, microphone. He's just there. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> How long did it take him to get out to the mic? I don't know. I just heard that it was long enough that they had to edit it. So. <laughs> um, well, you, there, there was another athlete, however, because Zach Fucali was not the one I was driving oh. at. Oh, um, shit. Who else? It's like a way bigger name. That I met? He plays in the NBA. Oh, Blake Griffin. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, I forgot it. Yeah. Blake Griffin, what a guy. Uh, so, yeah. So, for, the, for people who don't know, uh, just, uh, Blake Griffin decided to... Uh, come to just for laughs he's he's been known we, we talked about it on the show he's been known w- w- with melissa stetton we've talked about it extensively yes uh he's done comedy stuff in the past and he seems to know like a lot of like the guys that he was hanging out with all week were like like pretty big name comedians you could tell that he's like hung out with it like he was hanging out with like joe mandy and nick thune and like guys like that where yeah. it's like oh they definitely like well, i know, know him. joe mandy's like huge into basketball too totally and i guess he i guess neil brennan is a good friend of blake griffin's yeah. he's a writer on the Chappelle show and very funny comedian and uh, he's been on the starters podcast <clears throat> before right and was very funny on that so yeah so neil uh i guess basically told blake like hey if you want to go to just for laughs like i could probably set it up so blake came and did the midnight surprise shows so these are a just for laughs legend they run every night of the festival you don't know who the lineup is it's usually comedians from around the festival dropping in to do some time and so blake hosted it and he was extremely funny like way more funny than a 27 year old man who's worth 90 million dollars has any right to be it's like can you not just stay in your lane man okay no but he was super great and his he told a story about going to the strip club with the Clippers and it was so so his first like half of his set he talked about how post game press conferences are really stupid and no one likes them and he understands it and then he's like yeah but have you ever tried to like think after doing like a bunch of exercise and then give like good answers and then he made an out of shape man in the audience get on stage and do 30 push-ups 30 jumping jacks and 30 leg raises and then and then interviewed him <laughs> that sounds and, amazing yeah and the guy did not like it and then <laughs> and then he told a story about going to the strip club with the clippers and he he had set it up and he's like yeah you know i really don't like uh i don't like strip clubs i'm not a big fan i don't really go out to them and uh <clears throat> so he was talking about how he yeah like how he just basically feels very awkward around strippers and so i guess this one strip club they went to it was thanksgiving and uh it, so they flew into new york and it was the night before thanksgiving and i guess they w- decided they were going to go to the strip club because they had thanksgiving day off the next day and so they called the strip club and it was closed but one of the members of the clippers convinced the strip club to open just for them <laughs> so they go to the strip club and he said that he got convinced to go he doesn't normally go but given the circumstances he went they walked in and all the strippers were eating thanksgiving dinner 
<laughs> so, so he goes in and whatever. And I guess the strippers like finish eat and they're like, okay, we'll go get ready. So they go to the back and uh, then the Clippers eat the Thanksgiving dinner. So I guess they had like a buffet style, like Thanksgiving dinner. So they're eating Thanksgiving dinner. That seems like dinner. if you went to Disneyland and saw a mascot with like the head off. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Right. Yeah. Just like peeling back that you're like, oh, I'm, I can't suspend my disbelief. Yeah. So he says, you know, they one of the clippers who brought them to the strip club then uh, procured two duffel bags full of ones <laughs> and just gave them out to his teammates. <laughs> and then Blake said he got a lap dance. And he's like, and I felt really bad because, you know, he's like, I've never got a lap dance before and strip clubs make me feel uncomfortable. So he's like, kind of like doing this impression of himself, like freezing up in front of this stripper and his teammates trying to encourage him, like, yeah, come on, Blake, like get into this, you know, whatever, like make eye contact with her. So then he does this like impression of him, like creepily staring into the stripper's <laughs> eyes, just like. and so then i guess the stripper finally was like what the fuck like i can't do this or whatever and the stripper like goes to the back and uh so then he goes uh so he says yeah you know uh so she just like went off to the back he's like i guess i'm really bad at lab dances uh she ran off to the back and that was the last i ever saw of her then he paused for like five seconds he's like just kidding. I fucked her. I'm in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw him at some parties also. And then I saw him at the party after. And I was hoping that you would uh, approach him and say, and like get him to just like record a voice memo on your phone, maybe. <laughs> that That's just like, hey, I'm Blake Griffin, and you're listening to a real good show. That yeah. we could maybe use as you could an just interstitial. What? Instead yeah. of, we could just lie. Instead yeah, of could. like, Russell, look out. We wouldn't have to play that all the time. Like, I guarantee. Because we'd have. 90% of our listeners don't know what Blake Griffin sounds like. I'm yeah. Blake Griffin. So just, yeah, this is, okay. Here, okay. here, here We're going to do a clean take. We're going to play yeah. our Blake Griffin clip right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Because so, you got him to record. Yeah, so you way to cut off my story. So I went up to Blake Griffin <laughs> at a party. And I said, hey, listen, I got this sports podcast. And he said that he'd heard of it and he listened to it. He's listened to a bunch of episodes. He used SeatGeek, I think. Yeah, he, he, yeah. Oh, he definitely. He said, thanks so much for the promo code. And uh, I think he went to like, I don't know, a horse race or something. <laughs> and uh, he loved it. And uh, yeah. And then he said, I'd, you know, I'd love to actually be a guest on the show. And I told him we were really busy. But he said that he would be down to do a voice memo. So we'll play that right now. Here it is. Blake Griffin. Send it up. Hey, I'm Blake Griffin from the LA Clippers. You're listening to Real Good Show. Nice. I like that. Blake I, Griffin's yeah. from New York, apparently, all of a sudden. <laughs> He's a New York mobster. Hey, this is Blake Griffin. Uh yeah, no, that sounds hey. like, it sounds like he's walking here. Hey, yeah. this is Blake Griffin, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the LA Clippers, and you're listening to Real Good Show. <laughs> oh uh, I did talk to him at a party, but I'm not so unprofessional as to ask him to record a voiceover for our podcast that no one listens to. And uh, yeah, he just basically, I said... Uh, <laughs> you look at me like that's a crazy thing to ask for. <laughs> It is yeah, kind of yeah mean, at yeah. like an industry only party. Sure, and I'm just gonna go up to him and be like, "Hey, I felt really hey bad." Man, for I him. do a sports show. Could you please? Because <laughs> he's like one of these guys that he kind of like 
he, you go to these like parties and it's a lot of comedians and certainly some of them are famous and, and, and well-known and have lots of followers and all that kind of stuff. But in terms of like, Blake was like one of those guys that transcends that where like even the biggest comedians are like, Oh fuck, it's Blake Griffin. Like he's just, and he's also six eleven. Yeah. So you can find him <laughs> in any room. And I felt really bad because he wanted to, like he came to all of the after parties, which I've never seen. Like in the two years I've gone to JFL, like usually uh, the people like the really famous people avoid coming to the after parties. He was there every night, had a few beers, but I felt bad because people were taking pictures with him all the time. And that would get tiring. Super. And he's just trying to have a good time. Were they allowed to take pictures in the after parties? Cause I yeah. Know, like, yeah. Yeah, they okay. were. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was, and he was really good about it. But yeah, I just went up to him and I said that he was, uh, I said that he was really good and uh, we really liked the show. And he's like, Oh, thanks. This seemed like a super nice guy. Uh, I shook his hand and I felt like the weakest person in the universe. Cause I think I have a pretty firm handshake, but it was just the size of his hand. That was, I was like, I needed both of my hands to like properly <laughs> shake his hand like it was so I was like oh where did my hand go like it was completely in his own hand and then uh, I had found out from the lady that books just for last that he asked to come to the festival like he was he was the one who approached them and was like hey I'd be totally interested in doing a, sh- a show and they were like do you want to host Midnight Surprise and he was like yeah and so that was how it came about so I said to him I was like hey man also like I heard that it was you that you know, that you approach the festival. I think that's totally awesome. You know, I was like, I, I wish more athletes would do that kind of thing. Like I'm a huge sports well, see, fan. You're and, talking to us and you're making eye contact when really you're, you'd be like, yes, yeah, right? I was yeah. definitely like looking up yeah. at him. Like I was in love with him. Cause that's the thing. When you look up at another man, that's that much taller than you. It just, you, it's impossible not to look at him. Like you're in love. Yeah. So I was looking at him like I was in love with him and I was like, yeah, man, like it's really cool that you came to the festival. And, uh, you know, Zoe told me that, uh, that it was all your idea and he goes it, like this is how funny he is like just perfect comedic timing he goes yeah kind of desperate huh <laughs> <laughs> and i was like uh, or no it wasn't even like that it was like uh, kind of desperate and i was like no man i think it's really cool he's like oh, i appreciate that man thanks a lot but yeah it was just it's like oh man he's such a cool cool dude so yeah it was really fun to uh, meet a, Blake. A really funny guy. Just a very funny and guy. He's done like a, some comedy in LA. We talked about when Melissa sure. was on the show that she did the the Space Jam live read with him. He's done mm-hmm. stuff with like Norm McDonald too. Uh, remember Norm's sports show? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He did like where Norm voiced Blake Griffin. Oh right. Yeah. Right. Right. And nice. he, he's also uh, dabbling in the entertainment business a little bit more also because right. one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Is the Rocketeer right? Uh, Everyone's favorite, of I course. Thought. Why yeah. not? Yeah, yeah, it was a Huge smash film. hit. Definitely yep. not a flop for Disney at all. But is he going to be in the Rocketeer? He's not going to be in it. He is producing the remake. It oh. just got a remake announced last week, and he is producing it along with uh, Ryan Khalil of the Carolina Panthers. They're, oh. They're, okay. They're the two producers. Let's take a movie that wasn't good anyway. Of Rocketeers. And do something that we've never done before. Well, if you're like in LA and you have like ninety million dollars, oh yeah, making a movie probably yeah. Is or something if, that you just do right. Yeah, in Carolina, apparently too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just do it up. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, Blake was uh, yeah. That was one of the highlights of the festival for sure. And that was the thing about his like, uh, you know, maybe someone helped him like write the jokes or whatever. Probably. But even still, it's the his, delivery, right? His timing was so good, and yeah. he like responded to the crowd and every like. It was. I was very very impressed. Like to the point where you're like, okay, man, like it's just it's getting to be a little much. Yeah. 
It's but. one or the other. You can't be like yeah. super athletic and handsome and funny. Like he's legit. Like, would you say Justin top ten players in the NBA? Probably. Uh, I don't know if I top go that 15? far. Yeah, he's maybe just say top that 10. conversation. Just, just, sure. just say top ten. Yeah, why yeah. not? Just well, I don't 10. know. I mean, <laughs> I really like him a lot. He's a very entertaining player to watch. I thought he was going to get traded. And Isn't he, there a rumor? Yes, potentially. Oh. I mean, they're Can probably a still not too on, pleased on the about the fact that... Uh, Maybe he'll get traded to Charlotte, though. He, he punched hang out with Ryan Khalil. dude in the face. Disgust the Rocketeer. That trainer that he punched, I'm sure, is not... Wouldn't it be easier to get rid of the trainer yeah, probably. than Blake Griffin? Wait, I'm sure they already have. <laughs> Just pay him off. But I don't know. I don't know if that's Also, he seems like a good dude. I, I, I want to know what this trainer's all about. This trainer a, must have done something. I think there's a lot of alcohol involved, is my understanding. That would make sense, yeah. yeah. Um, but And they were in Toronto, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. I don't know. Fight capital it. of the universe. Of course. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, my festival was great overall. My It'll be on TV next year. I'll let you guys At know when point, it's going to be on. You will and, announce that in the later future yep, yep. Uh, it's very late right now but it is late we're 20 yeah. God, it is. Oh, coming up on 24 <laughs> minutes into this podcast and we haven't spoken about the fact that Stefan you also had a um, a fun time I did adventure. yeah yeah I'm just sorry I'm, I had to look at it of course yeah. of course <laughs> been looking at it the entire time coming up in the middle gets bag. me in the zone uh, <laughs> you also went to a what was I looking at he's looking you at asked <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was Shirley, about to ask. I think most of you have guessed by now. Yes. It's a penis. It's Draymond Green's penis. Um, which, which is like, it's so, uh, the color in it is just so, <laughs> someone said it looks like Neapolitan ice cream. He sent it out it on does. his Snapchat. Yeah. He uh, meant to send it as a private picture, but it went well, out on one his would, one would snap. assume. But then, like, I think someone told him that he could just say he was hacked, and he was like, oh, I, I, uh, I definitely got hacked. No, he said it was meant as a private photo. Oh, really? He came out and said it. And then DeMarcus Cousins at uh, practice, like, a couple days later in Rio, was, like, making fun of him. <laughs> Have you seen the footage of this? No. Uh, where Green's getting interviewed at the end of the court. DeMarcus Cousins is like pretending to take a dick pic (laughs) 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 and like pointing at Draymond. It's so this Team USA for some reason just feels like they're having the most fun of all time, like singing Vanessa Vanessa Carlton Carlton. on the plane. Did you see Carmelo apologize to her for like not for not being into it? (laughs) No, I didn't see that, but that makes it even better. Why did he have to apologize to her? That somehow makes it like well, because in the video he looks really pissed yeah, off, yeah, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. But like he could just say like he was pissed off at his teammates like goofing around or whatever. I think it's funnier if he apologizes though. Are you really supposed to be that serious on the plane down though? Like, can't you have a little bit of fun at some point? I don't know, man. That's like the dude who responded. I can't even remember what his fucking name was, but some jag off was like responded to the PK Subban just oh, absolutely yeah. dragging the Habs <clears throat> at his gala last night being like. Oh, yeah, P.K. Subban being a big clown at Just for Laughs. You know where Shea Weber was? At the gym, thinking about hockey things, because he's a serious hockey player. You know where Shea Weber was? Mm. Drunk on his houseboat yeah, in Shushwap Lake. Probably fucking hammered at a cottage yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Like Shea Weber was packing a gigantic hammer, wasted, uh, on his houseboat. I, I expanded the Draymond Green dick pic, and uh, the pube situation... <laughs> it's a little I don't know if underwhelming is the right word. There's more than I expected. Okay, so overwhelming? Underwhelming in that like I w- wish he had less pubes. Okay. Not wish. 
Sure. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just thinking if maybe you got you a, wish you got a magic <laughs> lamp. Had less well, look. If you got a magic <laughs> lamp. I don't you could just I may as well just go all bare at that point, I think, right? It's like you kinda half assed it. You guys have to look I mean, close. Like I don't it, really want to look. It looks like he did at one point, but it's like growing back. Well, it looks in. like he shaved the middle, but not the side. <laughs> this is uh, it's like a reverse Macklemore. People were clamoring for episodes of this show. <laughs> reverse yeah. and I feel Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I think like it's this is one of those things where it's like you with the Rocketeer. Uh, you know, people were thinking they missed this show, and I don't <laughs> think I think they were wrong. It's like it had been gone for so long. They're like, oh, we need another episode, and then we record this, and they're like, oh man, I, maybe they need to take another break. Well, that maybe was the first response when we said <laughs> that we were recording tonight and asked for mailbag questions. I can't remember who it was, but they wrote in. I'm sorry. Who is this? Yeah, that was so funny. It's, it's were been a were you while. trying to ask me a question though? Uh, yeah, you went on a. You did your thing. A, a work democratic a work vacation. The democratic also. national convention. Went yeah. to Philadelphia for the old DNC. Philadelphia. It was like super humid and like 40 degrees every yep. day. I don't know if Montreal is kind of. It the was same. the same. It's yeah. unreal. It's so I don't hot. know how you can handle like the weather back east is so fucking stupid. It sucks because in the summer it's. Well, I mean, this is centigrade here, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's 40 degrees, and then in the winter, it's minus 40. Yeah. And, like, when is it nice there? In, like, September? Yeah, September and April. That's brutal. And May. Like, yeah, it rains in Vancouver, but temperature-wise, it's, like, pretty reasonable. Yeah, no, we're, I mean, we're spoiled. And yeah. We're, Real we're estate price-wise, very reasonable. Also. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Toronto is, like, the same as I know, Yeah, I know. That doesn't make any sense to no, me. No, it doesn't, because Toronto is but a shit. Philadelphia, <laughs> Philadelphia rules. The Toronto guy said that, I want to point out also. <laughs> yeah. I, just because I love Toronto sports doesn't mean I like the city, because I do not. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia is a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I've never been. I've heard it's a great city. It's though. really, really, I've heard fun. that about Pittsburgh. It's too. huge too. I don't, right. it's like the third or fourth biggest city in North America. I think you said, it's the, gotta be up there yeah. for sure. you said before you went down that you weren't going to actually be in the building. No. For any so Rob are just going to be on a boat the whole time. No. Okay. So what ended up happening? Yeah. Originally we were going to be on a boat, Rob Wisman and I, um, <laughs> just the two of you on a, like and, a and another guy like a dinghy defined boat like a, like a nice boat okay but there was like no wi-fi but how shit. did you arrange to be on a boat well, it was like an airbnb oh okay but it was like a boat somebody was renting their boat out so it was yeah. a boat house like the no, one it was like a normal a, boat oh just a boat okay. yeah i don't know yeah. i saw See, photos of the interior it looked like it nice. wouldn't have been that so you're bad. gonna sleep in the slip yes okay but cafe ended up uh splurging for like a nice house in okay. like uh i don't know some suburb outside Philly, like half an hour okay. outside downtown, which was like five or six bedrooms. Like it was massive and really, really nice. Uh, so that was nice. So you and Rob split six bedrooms? I no, mean, there, were, the other no there were like six other people. Oh, yeah. okay. But yes. No, Rob and I shared a bedroom. Oh. We had an inflatable. It's very emotional. We had an air mattress. Ooh. Yeah. You guys finally got together. We opened up. I, I hope so. Yeah. No, not, not I'm sure really. you did. What's this pube situation like? I don't know, man. Why you Macklemore. <laughs> Reverse Macklemore. Okay. Why, why do you think I'm asking you that? Because we were just talking about pubes situations. Yeah, of NBA players, oh, okay. not like people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like famous people. Yeah, oh, Rob okay. deserves privacy. Yes, exactly. Draymond Green. I does think not. His, I think Rob's pube situation is is fine. Okay. I'm. I think I'm assuming. Based on his hair, it would seem like naturally he would have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I didn't get a chance to see. Like you can tell by looking at people's pants sometimes if it like if the pants poof out. Right. They have a lot of pubes in, <laughs> and obviously. strong pubes yeah. to poof out the pants. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, steel. It's like the yeah steel wool. Brillo yeah, exactly. Pad. Brillo. Yeah. yeah, Brillo pubes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his pubes are fine, I assume. Yeah. It's not what this his is pubes about. were patented by Brillo. <laughs> this is about the city of Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, which is great. Uh, we met Vic Berger. Okay. Uh, Tim Heidecker. Right. Uh, which is dope. Todd Dracula. Oh. Another Vine guy with, okay. with Vic Berger. Very funny guy. Gotcha. And Todd Dracula is another guy where, kind of like Blake Griffin, where he's like very tall and handsome. And he's also like extremely funny. Right. And it's like, come on. But is he in the NBA? Uh, not that I know of. Yeah. He so could, I mean, honestly, he could play for the 76ers. Probably. Right. Who can't? Though? Yeah. I mean, I could, I could have. <laughs> yeah. But I could be the point guard. They're all super nice. Tim Heidecker, it was great because he tweeted out, I'm going to be at this bar uh, in, in Philly. The bar was called Martha. Okay. Good name for a bar. Sure. It was on why Martha not? Street. I guess that's why they named it Martha. Sensible. Uh, and so a bunch of fans were there to meet him. And, and we DM'd uh, Vic and Todd. And we're like, hey, we're going to be there too. So we, we met up with them there. Okay. Uh, but Tim was there for like three hours just like talking to all his fans. And just like just the entire time. Cool. And like as just like the nicest, most down-to-earth guy. It was awesome. like very impressive. Because like when you meet celebrities or like people you're big fans of and they right. suck. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. So it was really his nice. His whole persona is kind of that he's like very he's aggressive, detached, and, like, and well, yeah, there's that, but also like a lot of his characters are just like really like aggressive right. assholes yeah, and stuff. Yeah. It's character, obviously, but yeah. no, I mean he was like the nicest dude. That was um, like me meeting Nate Bergetzi. Not that he's like a huge, but no, he's like you, one I, of my I favorite know you love heroes yeah. of yours. And uh, we worked on the same show together, and it was the same deal. Like he was just so nice to me, and he's such a good dude, and it makes it so. He he was on the PK Gala, and he led the because he's from Nashville, so he led his set by saying that he was very happy that PK was coming to Nashville, and he said, "I know that a lot of you are concerned." Uh, but you know, I think PK is going to fit in great in Nashville because as you know, we have a very large black French Canadian hockey community (laughs) 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 and he did that at the warm up show and people really liked it. So I can only assume it went very well at the gala, but anyway, yeah, so it is, it is so nice when you get to meet people that, that you respect, even if celebrity is like. You know, like, again, I think Tim is a guy where obviously he's very well known, but there's yeah. also a large portion of the population that wouldn't recognize no, him exactly. on the street and that, or whatever. And that's to his advantage because totally. I, don't, I don't know if you saw some of his videos from the convention. I saw more of those ones from the, the RNC when he was, like, posing as Alex Jones. They were saying they could, they had, I think, better footage of the RNC, obviously. Right. Um, but yeah, his, his, did you see his Trump joke at no. the RNC? Oh, yes. I don't think I saw. Yes, I where he was that. telling the joke about how, how Donald Trump, Trump named names his, his children. And it's just. So fucking funny, but yeah. like no, no one he's obviously no one in the right. see knows who he is, right? So yeah, so that works for his. But uh, that's what I mean is, but even still, being a fan, you know, when you're such a big fan of yeah. someone, then it's like yeah, it's nice. No, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah, he was a very very nice down to earth guy. Vic Berger is hilarious too. I don't think I really am familiar with Vic. He does all the really weird political vines that are going around right now. Okay, and I think he set it up. Him and Todd and another guy have set it up so they're always the first reply to anything Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton tweets. Okay. One, one of their vines, they have like a rotation of vines basically. So, you know, that gets them a ton of views obviously because Trump's tweets get retweeted like 20,000 times. Right. He's time, always right? the number He's one reply. He's always the first How's reply. They I don't, built I, like a bot or something? I think, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Well, it's like a bot within their account. It's coming from right. their actual account too. But like as soon as Trump tweets, a Vic Berger vine or a Todd Dracula vine is the first wow, reply. Wow, that's so smart. 
and I saw people complaining, being like, oh, these like Bolsheviks are like, <laughs> are, are, have like gamed the system and like Twitter's in on it and stuff. And it's like, I don't think like Vic Berger's like a Bolshevik. <laughs> I don't think likes, anyone is a Bolshevik. I think he likes just making fun of Donald Trump. Yeah, okay. Uh, but his vines are fantastic. Todd Dracula is great as well. Um, Rob is hilarious. Uh, we sure. Met, uh, so Chapo Trap House, we met that. That must have been so, it would have been really weird if you guys hated each other. Yeah, that would have kind of sucked. I think. Yeah. But Chapo Trap House, so uh, I, I know some of our listeners listen to Chapo Trap House. So okay. Felix, Will, and Matt. Uh, Felix has been... Uh, is that a podcast? Yeah. Chapo Trap House? Yeah. I don't it's, know any of this internet shit. Well, I guess Jared Leto has been on this show before. Yes. Felix Which has was. never appeared on this Felix program. is his agent, I think. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Set that up for us. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, With Suicide Squad coming out, we probably should have Jared back on. The I think I think we're gonna have to, to promote it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and, and I mean, he went on Twitter recently and uh, said that you know, Goodfellas is is a great film. <laughs> People should check it out. So we did extend the invitation for Jared Leto to return for a segment that we called Jared's Film Corner. Perfect. I would love that. Yeah. So we were looking forward to that because I point. wasn't here when he was on last time. I no, you no, that was uh, open phones. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, in your absence. Brian and Brett from Street Fight Radio, great guys. I, I met them there. Sure. Too. Uh, they're a lot of fun, but the Chapo live show was insane. Yeah, um, it smelled like a morgue. Um, I don't know what that means. It didn't smell. Gr- I mean, it's it's a bunch of like goateed guys in a room. Oh, I see. It was kind of like so you're referring to just the virginal nature of. I don't know about virgin. No, these guys, these guys fuck. But oh, okay, but each other though. I don't know. It smelled <laughs> right, but I was. Drunk. Did it smell like fuck or death? Just a bit of both. Okay, <laughs> I, I said I said morgue. Yeah, yeah, no, that's why that's why I threw that in was the, the death thing. Fuck uh, or death. Well, the fuck thing is implied when I say yeah. morgue. Okay, sorry, um, I didn't realize. Come on now. Okay, uh, but Mark. no, that was great. That was a lot of fun. That was the last night in Philly. Um, fuck. What else? Oh, we saw like a bunch of crazy Infowars guys. That okay. was a lot of fun. Uh, I asked all of this. Hey, I don't know. Good, you made some good videos while you were there. Well, Rob and I made like one yeah. or like two. Just I guess Rob did a, a dueling Alex Jones impression off with uh, Matt from Chapo, okay. and that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, You're just saying a lot of shit I've never heard of. Like, it sounds great. but It's I, all it's like, like... Yeah, I was at Just for Laughs, and I saw, you know, uh, Danny uh, Jahuvu. It's and, uh, basically... Yeah, you know, everyone knows. It's all, like, very like, specific, weird <laughs> political <laughs> Twitter stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it sounds great. Like, I'm not lying. It was. Uh, we, I guarantee you've seen Vic Berger's vines yeah. during this political campaign. I'm sure I have. We, uh, we the, so the DNC, there was the hack, right? Yeah, right. a bunch of stuff got leaked, and yeah. a bunch of uh, voicemails got leaked. Oh, yeah. so hard-hitting journalism. Some guy talking to his kid about the zoo. I'm well, glad they leaked that. Yeah, so we we listened to a bunch of those, and then Rob uh, <laughs> Crank called a bunch of them. So there was a guy who, like, in the middle, like, he, it was like a horny phone message to the DNC, where he was like, "Hey, it's me. <laughs> oh, I'm really stoned right now. I just wanted to. I just wanted to talk to you." And so Rob phoned him and then uh, repeated that message verbatim to him. And nice. I, we, we haven't heard back yet. But, <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, f- the thing with Philadelphia is Rob and I were just, like, tweeting jokes from, like, a really nice house in Philadelphia. Yeah. Did you feel like you had to be there? No, I had to be there for the launch party, which oh. was a lot of fun. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that was happening. No, the launch party was great. Cafe launch party? Yes, there, okay. was, there was an open bar. But I thought you guys were already launched. I think they're, like, kind of doing like an official launch. It's been I out see. for like a year and a bit and they haven't like officially launched. That's Got just it. been the soft launch. Yeah we're, yeah, we're officially launching our show as well. Yeah. Yes. In September. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, launch party. Yeah, it's about the yeah, timeline. Sp- speaking of live podcasts, like the Chapo one is great. If ours is half as fun, it's, it's going to be fantastic. Well, I don't want it to smell like a morgue. So I don't whatever think whatever we can do to help I, that. It also, it's not going to be 40 degrees. 
That's true. That's the other thing too. It was, oh yeah. That so theirs help. was forty. That's exactly de- why we're doing it in, in September because yeah. that venue doesn't have air conditioning. No, and there's so it was forty degrees and they were recording in a batting cage. Oh okay. So <laughs> that, yeah. that explains a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, and to the best of my knowledge, I think several women are coming to this. There were like three. Yeah. <laughs> that's Chappos? what I, that's what I mean by several. Yeah. So far, it's your girlfriends and Sam Anderson. Hey, there we go. <laughs> so that's several. We've, yeah. we've hit their quota. I think my yeah. mom's going to be there too. Okay, okay four. Four. Yeah. yeah four. Yeah, your dad did purchase two tickets. He did. He didn't even have to because he's a he's a donor. I know. Your dad is just a very uh, magnanimous individual. He definitely he's is. He's a giving yeah. patron of. I, I want to call this the arts, but I don't know if it qualifies. Oh, it's, well. it's the arts. Dude, I went to the art museum in Philly. One of the modern art things. <laughs> we are art, man. No. Well, one of the modern art things was a silver ball on the floor. Like it was, well, it was on like a white platform and it was like right. a silver sphere. But did so, it move you? No. Did it okay. move? Did you move it? I could have moved it. Did it, it move? <laughs> um, the th- okay. So the Philly Art Museum is huge, first of all. Okay. And to give you an idea of just like how the much. Pam? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I'm not a local. So well, I, I did. I'm just trying to decide. But I also, mean, so the the art museum, the top of the stairs there. That's the those are the Rocky Steps. Okay, it's to the art museum. Right? I don't. And then oh you, yeah. And then okay. you get the view of all downtown. It's really nice. When you the first like immediately when you said Rocky Steps, I was legitimately thinking of like rocks. And then I oh, was just like, like oh, Rocky Steps. I was like, oh, no, right. no, it's like the steps from, from the, the Rocky. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it was like a but it was like for like a second and a half. I was like, yeah. oh, am I supposed to know that there's like r- like I'm like feeling really behind. And like, there are a lot of people. Chapo, Trapo, and then the fucking you know, there's some Rocky. I'm like, oh man, I'm way behind. I don't even know the steps. There were a lot of people running up and down the steps, right? Because like, they're just that's like the well, they're good. They're good steps to run up and down, I guess. Or but were they like Snapchatting? No, they were like oh, actually fucking Rocky. They were actually exercising. Oh, okay, they gotcha. were like wearing exercise gear and actually running. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, the art museum to give you an idea of how much art they have. Uh, uh, we were walking down a, like a stairwell to get to the next floor, and on the wall of the stairwell was an original Picasso. Just a stairwell. Just in the stairwell. Yeah, just in the stairwell. There was. A, it was like a big stairwell, but it was like this is like a Picasso. I have an idea. Maybe they should have put the Picasso on the silver ball. Really, just fucking kick it up a notch. You're really on the ball. Ding ding. That's God. right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, no, the art museum was fun. Like Philadelphia is is a really cool city. Did you see the bell? And, uh, I saw like a picture of it. Oh, and there was a listener <laughs> of... Well, that's good. There was a listener of Real Good Show <laughs> Me at, too. at the Chapo event. Oh, really? And I know his name. It's one of two things. Okay. It's Alex or Andrew. Congratulations, yeah. Andrew. I've, I'm fairly certain it's one of those two. Okay. Very nice guy. Alan? I don't think it was Alan. No, I would have remembered Alan. Okay. That's a weird name. Well, yeah. I hope it's not Alan. <laughs> it's sort of Fuck. weird. Yeah. Uh, it was Alex or Andrew. Okay. I wanna or say, Alan. It, it was not Alan. Okay. Uh, but it might have been a very nice guy. You don't know, and I mean, uh, he he loves the show. How did and, he? Uh, how does he know the show? Did yes. he recognize? Well, he follows he follows me on Twitter. Okay. Did think, he recognize you? Was he like? Oh. Yeah, I got shouted out at the show at some point oh, okay. because I uh, I yelled at an Infowars guy earlier in the week, and they mentioned that I yelled oh, okay. at the Infowars guy about the Lady Ghostbusters. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah I saw that clip. That's yeah. the funny video I was alluding to earlier. Yeah. Which that that was that was good. I mean, Rob and I had a lot of ideas for videos that we couldn't do. Like one of them was. Um, it was who said it, Hillary Clinton or the Noid from Domino's <laughs> Pizza, and the joke would be, um, you you'd go up to people on the street, like a man on the street kind of thing, and you'd be like, okay, who said it, Hillary Clinton or the Noid, and then you'd give them a quote, and you'd be like, uh, uh, I'm here to steal your Domino's Pizza, 
I am the Noid. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, it's the Noid, obviously. And they'd be like, no, that was Hillary Clinton at a campaign stop, <laughs> Topeka, Kansas, 1996. Uh, there was some Domino's pizza there. She really wanted it. So. Well, it would be on but par with her like, Pokemon Go cultural references at rallies lately. Well, that was a one-time thing, thankfully. Yeah. But that I mean, was, that you, was the most if forced. You, if you went back 20 years and she was making speeches like that, the Noid potentially could be a part yeah. of those speeches. I don't even remember the Noid. The Noid is the weird like red ant guy who stole Domino's pizza. Fuck, maybe I didn't know it. I'm looking it up. You may want to avoid the Noid. Yes. But... This November, don't the avoid noid. the oh. polling station. Okay, I totally remember the Noid. Yeah, okay. Avoid the Noid. This looks like uh, like something they would have made a video game out of. Like, I'm like fairly they certain did they did. did. Yeah, the spot. The seven yeah, like up. the 7-Up yeah, yeah. spot. That was a, good game. That was yeah. a great game. Okay, wait, hold on. There was a Noid video game now that I say that. It was called Yo Noid. That makes sense. Uh, do you know my favorite? Let's look up the IMDb. Do you want to know my favorite? No, no, we can skip the IMDb message board because I have the best it's a video game. No, stuff I, I have it's not. It's not well. The IMVGB, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the best bit of Noid trivia you'll ever hear. Okay, and really the only bit of Noid trivia you ever need to hear. I was born ready. Okay. Sorry, what trivia? Okay, here it is. Trivia on the Noid. So this oh, is this is Noid. always a good sign on okay. the Wiki, Wikipedia page for a uh, a corporate uh, mascot when they have a section called Decline and Controversy. So here's the Decline and Controversy section of the Noid. On January 30th, 1989, Kenneth Lamar Noid, a mentally ill man who thought the ads were a personal attack on him, held two employees in an Atlanta Domino's restaurant hostage for over five hours. After forcing them, forcing them to make him a pizza and making demands for $100,000, getaway transportation, and a copy of The Widow's Son, Noid surrendered to the police. After the incident ended, Police Chief Reed Miller offered an assessment to reporters. He's paranoid. Noid was charged with kidnapping, aggravated assault, extortion, and possession of a firearm during a crime. He was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Noid spent three months in a mental institution and eventually committed suicide in 1995. This incident caused Domino's Pizza to discontinue advertising using the Noid as their mascot. I do like that they thought he was para... Noid, 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 Noid. Noid. Um, What's, how does paranoid start again? Is that the that is right, or is that I, no? That's not Iron it's Man. Not that Iron theme song. No, I know. I said I paranoid gar- by, by Black Sabbath. I was thinking oh. of the garbage song. Oh yeah, that's good too. I think I'm paranoid. I was thinking of the uh, yeah the Black Sabbath. I think that's the correct. That's what, beginning that's what of you Black call it when you get two noids together. <laughs> yeah, I got it right. <laughs> I saved people from having to hear that disgusting joke, Justin. Ah, uh, Stefan liked it. I, well, oh, I just heard something about Noids having sex. No. Is that I mean, like is, like is super relative. You can say it again. It's what you call t- when you get two Noids together. A paranoid. A paranoids. Oh. Oh, you're just getting it now? No, I, I just heard Noids getting together, and I thought he was talking about Noids fucking. <laughs> well... I mean, we I could was. talk about that we too could. if you want. You know what? I bet you there's a picture of it somewhere on the internet. Uh, noid porn. Noid porn. Deviant art, probably. Uh, let's see. There's got to be something. I doubt it. Damn it. Uh, what's the. It's rule. There's a rule. It's rule like 53 or something. 34. There it is. 
That if it exists, <clears throat> there's porn of it. Yes. Okay. Not, not true in this case. Unless uh, you've stumbled upon something. Yeah, it's the Noid filling the Kool-Aid man with cum. Oh. <laughs> wow. And also the Hawaiian punch guy is there, too. For some Just reason. touching the Kool-Aid man. He's in the Kool-Aid man's poo. Oh, he is. I didn't notice that. <laughs> We're going to have to real, real, post this on the... I don't uh, want to put that on the blog. Real please, hot. Please put it on the Real blog. hot porn. Well, we might. there might be a copyright violation. Whoever made that There's might be like... There's several that copyright down. violations. Well, <laughs> that, too. A lot of copyrights are being violated. For some... <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like for some reason I was concerned with the guy who made that, not the like Domino's Hawaiian Punch and Kool Aid people. <laughs> so basically, just a quick recap of the Noid video game. It was basically an already established Japanese video game, and they just basically replaced the main characters with the Noid. Yeah, and, and in that Japanese pizza, it, yeah. in that Japanese video game, your goal is to come in the Kool Aid. Yeah, that was what I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say. That's you collect pizza. Yeah, that builds up your cum supply. And then yeah. you come in the jug. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, good good well, stories all yeah. around. Yeah, and I had a great time. Yeah, um, how was whatever you did? I marched in the pride parade. Actually, oh that's right. Oh yeah, yeah. you had that sunburn. I do. I still have it. Your nine yeah. eleven truth or sunburn. You see uh, the numbers uh, for the radio station that I work for are. Uh, burned into my skull. <laughs> it's a good thing you didn't work for 1488 FM, hey? <laughs> I, I don't understand. Oh. Uh, I think that's a reference to the John Cusack movie? No. Uh, I thought you guys would get that. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a Nazi reference. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. What's the what was the John Cusack one? Uh, the number twenty three. No, 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 no. no. That, that was that's Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Jim the, Carrey. The John Cusack horror movie has like the same number of the apartment that you live in. 1407? 1408 is what it's called. So it's right next door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's check out the IMDb message board for 1408. (laughs) I thought you guys knew what 1488 was. No. What what is that? Like you said, it's a Nazi reference. So there's the the 14 words is like the Nazi like credo. Okay. Okay. And then 88, I believe, refers to, because I think H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. So it's like two H's next to each other. Like 88 is like HH, which is like Hail Hitler. Oh, gotcha. Ah, yeah. Yes. Just bringing some levity to the show. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I o- I only know this for joke purposes, just yes. so everyone's wondering. Um, for the purposes of a joke that didn't land at all. <laughs> well, I, I don't. I'm not aware. I think our listeners probably love it. Nazi deep cuts. It's not a deep cut. That's like <laughs> the that's like the one, if you know anything about not Anyway, whatever. You know they're, they love this number. Yeah. Neo-Nazis, though, probably. Yeah, I think back in the day. Back in the day, they weren't like... Well, back in the day, they could just, like, say it. (laughs) (laughs) They'd have to use, like, a code. Exactly, exactly. Uh, But it was... I've I've got an IMDb message board here. This is great. This is... Okay, so this movie came out in 2007. This is from this year, January 21st, 2016, by Kill Wonder. The subject is, this movie is like my life. (laughs) Which is not great. And that I've checked into a hotel and I'm frequently haunted by ghosts. Well, so the (laughs) subject, this movie is like my life. Uh, Post. But the everyday humans are my demons haunting me when I'm back at home alone. That's the whole post. That's the whole post. So... Killwonder is probably dead. <laughs> uh, I feel bad, but it's probably true. Uh, another good one is uh, someone just corrected that 1408 is really 1308. 
uh, because there's no 13th floor in the movie. Should I tweet out that uh, Noid picture and see how many followers I lose during the course of this episode? Yes, absolutely. You should. Um, So we'll check back in on that at the end of the episode. Okay, I'm at 70.1K. It doesn't give me like a specific number right here. Uh, Is there any way to like check? It just says 70.1K. I don't know. If you hover over it, it says the exact amount. Does it? Oh, 70,083 followers. Let's see how long this takes. So post the Noid photo. <laughs> I just posted it. <laughs> and What the fuck? Oh. oh, my God. Okay. So someone posted back in 2015, what would you do if you were trapped in the room? So I guess the subject, Justin, have you seen the movie? I have okay, seen the so, film. So what happens He goes into in a hotel. He's like a Stephen King-style horror writer. He investigates okay. all these creepy places okay. to like write about okay. them or like write something based off of them basically uh and i can't remember exactly what it is but like like it's a haunted room because there was some sort of murders there and i don't i don't remember the resolution but like i do remember that he went in and he couldn't get out right and it, it seems like he just gets stuck in a hotel it repeats, room but it just seems like something repeats over and over again i can't remember so anyway someone says what would you do if you were trapped in the room would you go nuts or give in to their express checkout by committing suicide? Bonus question, how long would you last? First reply from Yusuf Ganima. Nothing. I'm in it for two years. I kind of like it. I'm afraid I start to scare the room. <laughs> I just had a dream that I'm slashing my neck, but I don't like slashing things. I might set my wife on fire. I like fire. <laughs> I mostly will not be able to answer your reply since Marissa Mayer hacked my email. No notifications. <laughs> that is actually yeah. crazy. Insane. Okay. So then it goes down, blah, blah, blah. Then some people give some like kind of real answers. And then um, this is uh, this one is great too. Uh, from Monkey Jeebus X. I By the way, s- I haven't lost any followers yet. Nice. Yeah. Sorry. Go no, ahead. that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Still plenty of time before the end of the episode. This one is so great too, because uh, this person also sounds like so crazy and creepy. Monkey Jeebus X. I would stay in the room forever. It's protection from your own true or from your true enemy. Time. You could use it to live forever. I would manipulate the room to give me everything I needed. I would figure out how to extend its power to the hotel, then the entire city, and then spread like a virus engulfing the world. <laughs> <laughs> just to just to be clear, this is a John Cusack. Movie. This is yeah. a John Cusack movie that has six points. It's really, just John Cusack. Samuel L. Jackson is also in it, but like once he goes into the room, he's like in a haunted room. This is by the guy himself. from this is the guy from Gross Point Blank. Yes. It has sixty four on Metascore. The, Say anything? Yeah, yeah. The uh, so yeah, so it's School of Rock. But that was his sister. High fidelity. Yeah. The cynical and skeptical writer Mike Enslin writes books evaluating supernatural phenomena in hotels, graveyards, and other haunted places, usually debunking the mystery. While writing his latest book, he travels from L.A. to New York to spend one night in Dolphin Hotel's Evil Room 1408, which is permanently unavailable for guests. The reluctant manager, Gerald Olin, objects to his request and offers an upgrade, expensive booze, and finally relates 
contemplates the death of more than 50 guests over decades in the cursed room. However, Mike threatens Mr. Olin, promising to sue the hotel and is finally allowed to check in the room. Later that night, he finds that the guests of room 1408, once they have checked in, might never leave the room alive. This is Hotel California? Yeah. Movie? This is Hotel California with no orgies. There were orgies in Hotel California? And, uh, well, that yeah, because that's what they talk about in the... None of the eagles, also. There's no eagles in the movie, uh, which makes it actually a lot less scary than Hotel California. Uh, Matt Henderson did reply to the Noid porn tweet. Yes. And he says, Stefan, this is unexpected <laughs> even for you. <laughs> I told him it was for a bit for the show. Matthew Henderson? Yeah. Designed yeah. our poster. Yeah, mhenderson95 yeah. Yeah. on Twitter. Uh, but... I marched in the Pride Parade. Yeah, okay. For work. Big moment for you. Did Not you touch because Justin I'm gay, Trudeau? but I am also gay. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> are you gay? No. Oh, okay. I mean, it's fine if you are. Uh, no, Justin Trudeau was at the front of the parade. Okay. We were in the middle. You were in the rear? <laughs> we were in the middle. We had to, like, the parade had been going on for like an hour and a half before we even left, like, the holding area. Oh, okay. This goes it's a, a big long ass parade. Yeah, it's yeah. like 20 blocks. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, It was fun, though. It was a yeah, lot yeah. of fun. That's good. Happy to, um, you know, support uh, the LGBTQ community. Sure. And uh, a lot of. People having a great time, and yeah. it, was, it was yeah, I had a great time doing it's that. I think like every weekend for like the last like five years, I've been out. At, like I've never been to one. Yeah, I've just I'm to be out I'm there. usually not around for it. Also, so yeah. that was the first parade that I'd been involved with. Sweet and uh, proud. I went, to, I went to last year's to have been fun. involved with it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great time for yeah. sure. Also went and saw the tragically hip while you two were away. Okay, and I used our SeatGeek promo code. Ooh. Is it still active to get? Oh yeah, Hell tickets yeah. for super down. cheap. Like before the tour started, like the first show in Victoria, uh, they like the the big controversy around this show was that all the tickets sold out like immediately. They announced right. that Gord is gonna die, and this is the last tour. Okay, and ticket scalpers. I'm just That's a little harsh. Contextualizing little harsh. for American okay. listeners who might not know who the tragically hip are. I just lost are. a follower. One single. I'm deleting the tweet. <laughs> Can't handle no, it. No, I'm deleting the tweet. I'm deleting it. I'm deleting it. I deleted right. it. Yeah, no, it's, it's I gone. That was I deleted it. All yeah. right. No, it's it's it's. Yeah. But scalpers if, if scooped up all the it, tickets because they thought right. that they could charge like an arm and a leg to go to the show. Right. Because the first day that tickets were sold they out, they forgot how actually unpopular the tragically hip are. Because <laughs> they typically sense. play like the Orpheum. Right. That's the kind of band. Yeah, of course. The level that they're at. Uh, and yeah, so they bought up all these tickets and the first day that you checked, uh, like after things sold out, you could find tickets on SeatGeek for like $1,600. Yeah, it was crazy. And I'm thinking, well, I would love to see them one last time before Gord passes on, but, uh, I guess that won't be in the cards for me. Obviously, there were a shitload of tickets that they had not sold, and with the show coming up in like three days, they started to panic pretty hard. Because I got two tickets side stage, pretty close, for twenty-five bucks each, plus our promo code, fifteen bucks each, with the twenty bucks off. So I was pretty pleased with myself, and also uh, thank you, SeatGeek, for sponsoring this program and allowing me to use my have own. We got promo money code. from them yet? Uh, yes, we have. Oh, okay, yeah, so. Well, Good. They, don't, they don't sponsor us anymore, though. No, they don't. No, no, they so don't. I don't need to say. Fuck so, <laughs> them. Speaking of sponsorship, but it was amazing. we do have another sponsor that wants to come back on board. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll talk I'm not about gonna, that I'm later. obviously not going to give them a free plug right now, but. We'll talk about that at a later yeah, date. It's exciting. But, They're going to like uh, listen to this episode. And I mean, we've only had two sponsors porn ever. And I explained like Nazi no, they're fine. symbols. No, they like it. It was, okay. it was a weird show. I'd never been a part of. Um, 
an atmosphere like that, like a concert where right. people were just losing their minds from the first moment until the last moment. There were times when like the crowd was louder than the music was. Right. Um, and you know, like the last few times I've been in Rogers Arena is for Canucks games, and nobody's clapping or having a good time at any of oh, those. Oh, that's very so true. Yeah. It was. Uh, I've been to a concert like that before. It was crazy. Like I. The Wiggles. <laughs> oh, dude. Kids go fucking nuts in there. I've been. Did you actually go to the Wiggles? Though? No, it was oh. just for the sake of the joke. That would have been dope. I've yeah. been in that. I'd go building. to the Wiggles. Those guys have a lot of money. So much money. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Justin. I've been in that building for Canadian men's Olympic hockey, and the atmosphere for that did not compare to the crowd okay that's a little bit what i mean it's true but i think it's a bit different with like olympic hockey like the moments where they exploded must yeah. have been louder than have to be when Crosby like there were quiet the moments when, well, people, when people were stressed i was worried. at the the game against germany which was luongo's first game as a starter yeah, it wasn't like eight nothing uh, eight yeah. to one i'm pretty sure that's, so like i was at the for game most against of the third germany period, he says yeah most so of the third period we were like just compare that to the compare that to a tragically hip concert where he was like not. That was yeah, the game where he actually. Was like, they people thought he was going to live. It was okay. After. That was the game where uh, Shea Weber, Shea Weber the net. put it through the net, scorched right through the yeah. net. Yeah, and we didn't even know. Nobody reacted in the building because we had no idea what happened. They didn't yeah. even announce the goal in the building. It just went up on the score. I love Shea Weber. I feel bad that my love for PK Subban outstrips him, and I just have to not like him now forever. Yeah. Well, you know what he's doing right now. He's drunk. He's on a at boat. the gym. Oh, sorry. He's at the gym. He's not listening to this he's podcast. Doing hockey he's things. He's doing <laughs> hockey stuff. He's is a real hockey player. <laughs> my bad. My apologies. So yeah, that was my staycation while you fellows were away. Well, uh, but I, mean, I live your life, man. I, it was, so it's it was been about fun. an hour. We yeah. finished the intro. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. Uh, this, <laughs> this is the show. A, this is real good show. Yeah. Episode 54. Well, somebody Alex Bolduc. Somebody in the mailbag <laughs> asked us uh, how our summers have been going, and I feel like that answers that. I do also want to say, though, that I tried to do a show without no, either I know. of you while Which you were gone. Good, but but, but just, I tased both of the just, wrestlers. Just couldn't... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get the schedules to line up but we might do that at some yeah, point in august you know how it is right justin and two wrestlers fuck super busy <laughs> well <laughs> must have been real tough we oh, all have boy. day jobs oh boy i've really gotta fucking play some video games and shit i'm super busy yeah so at some point in the near future if either of you two gentlemen are gone again uh i may try to do that again or we could just have them on yeah at some point like maybe one at a time. They're the ECCW tag team champions. They're cool. kind of a big deal. They wow. just tag, they'll tag in and out of the interview. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, okay, that yeah. works. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So we'll just grill the smaller one for a really long time with extremely hard-hitting questions, and he will eventually tag in the big guy to come give some like heavy-hitting answers afterwards. That first part of the sentence sounded like you're talking about a barbecue. Yeah. We'll grill the smaller one for a really long time. <laughs> That was Make sure it's the, really that was the classic yeah. hot tag dynamic. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. it was good. I liked it. Uh, but yeah, I tried to do something without the two of you. I guess because I knew that nobody was going to listen e- anyway. You this this episode could just be called like the intro or something. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's the whole like thing. The, the the joke of the episode is that yeah, it's just it's been intro. like an hour and we're we, yeah. We haven't if this was the intro on a Limp Biscuit album, we would have shouted out Matt Pinfield like four <laughs> times by now. Uh, That's a real inside reference for favorite, you guys out uh, there. My favorite introduction to any song is, pro- is Limp Biscuit, actually. Which one? It's, uh, this song is dedicated to you, Ben Stiller. <laughs> you are my favorite You are my motherfucker. favorite motherfucker. I told you. <laughs> 
it he is, says, I told it's you. It's the weirdest shit I've ever heard it's in my life, I'll bring and it up I've right never now. forgotten it. I'll bring it up right this second. Let's hear it. It's on chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. Unfortunately, yes. That means uh, buttholes and cum. Yeah. <laughs> Does it? Oh, yeah. man. Oh, Limp Bizkit has a greatest hits album. That's so funny. Is that just it's an EP. The, the album you named? Like, Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I didn't realize they did a cover of Bittersweet Symphony. That's what everybody wanted. Um, Excuse me? Don't get me wrong. I like Limp Bizkit. I'm like the only person in the universe who, who doesn't hate them. But okay, I got to figure out. Hold on. I got to turn my music on here. Anyway, you guys keep talking and I'll get this going. Well, if this is the intro and it's now over. We could do like some yeah, we regular do segments yeah, on we the do show. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can do. Because people like. Do we have reviews? Help the program. Yes. I think it's this. Is it this one? No, it's not that one. It's. Uh, oh, wow. That's unnecessary that wasn't um, me i don't know why you looked at me like that <laughs> who was it that was, no, that was the, the guy chair, who the drank chair. two beers no the chair moved oh yeah right <laughs> it was <laughs> see that was the chair i think <laughs> just moved the chair no it's not that one either no it's not this one no nope. that one sounds pretty good though. <laughs> it's pretty great no Okay, that's enough of that. Right now, motherfucker, do another shit in the dog pound. I don't want Everybody this anymore. Stuff in the face. I regret ever mentioning this. Stop this. How do you not like this, man? Is you from Jacksonville? Like, oh, yeah. You don't like a rolling urban assault vehicle with Method Man, Red Man, and uh, I'd rather DMX? F- I'd Play that fucking track. Oh, DMX and Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Same track. I'd rather I'd rather forget this era in American culture altogether. This is bringing me back. Are you ready? Ready? Oh, move this. in now, move out. Hands this up, is now, hands down. Back up, this back up. Tell me what you're gonna do now. Back up, back up. Tell me what you're gonna do. Okay, stop this, John. I'm done. What? I'm done with this. <laughs> you can't tell me you're Please, not. No. You can't tell me you're not grooving Please. right now. now I know y'all be loving this shit right here. Stop this. Biscuit is right stop here. Stop it. People in the I house. I cannot. I'm yeah, trying to do the show care, right now. Then we don't care. I'm trying to continue the program. We just got through the intro, Fuck. right? I don't want to listen to this entire fucking Limp Biscuit record. This is our Limp Biscuit segment. Dude, this song is only six minutes and 22 seconds. I can't seconds. do it. I can't do this anymore. I honestly... I can't. I'm cutting your microphone. I cut his mic. Uh, <laughs> I'm loving this. Um, please just stop. No. Move in now. Move out. Hands up now. Hands down. Back up. Back up. Tell me what you're gonna do now. Stop it. Stop this. Oh. Oh, I feel violated. That was my favorite part of the show we've ever done. <laughs> that was fantastic. That should be a new segment. Yeah, I loved you it. Forced Justin to listen to rap rock. Or <laughs> forced Justin to listen to Limp Biscuit yeah. only. Um, I know all the words to so many Limp Bizkit songs. <laughs> People can help yeah, the like show. There's like three words per song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People can help the program. I don't know why also, they would want to at this let, point. Let's be fair. You brought it up. I, and I said I regret <laughs> ever mentioning this. 
<laughs> oh, I love it. <clears throat> I don't know why people would want to help the program, but they can. They can. They should. <laughs> By perhaps leaving us a review on the iTunes store in a segment that we call Review Review. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Five stars. This is awesome. The worst episode ever. Oh, so nice to hear some real music again. No, 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 I'm not doing this anymore. This is the review. It's the entirety of the song. I'm the song gl- I'm, break stuff. It's, it's almost like you know what the review is. <laughs> And you don't want me to read no, it? No, no, you can read it. I don't care. This one comes to us from Toddler44. Toddler. Who uh, left this on iTunes for us and helps in the uh, algorithms and rankings and all that fun stuff. So thank you for doing that, <laughs> Toddler44. He writes an ode to my favorite podcast. Nice. Hello, Stefan and Justin. I've been a listener since day one and have listened to every show multiple times. I've gotten many of my friends into the show and follow both Justin and Stefan on Twitter. Justin Morissette brings the energy and order to the podcast and shows that he will one day be a popular television host. Stefan Heck's comedy stylings and wit provide countless quotable moments each episode. I can't remember the name of the third guy. It's okay. Five stars. I think it's Fred Durst. <laughs> Did you know Limp Bizkit released a song in 2013? I can't believe how many albums they have. Do you know Fred, Fred Durst uh, is now like a Twitch video game streamer? Really? Yes, I think yeah. I knew that. He like streams video games on Twitch all day. Love it. It's fantastic. Well, what a guy. Why not? Yeah. He made all his money doing this. See, I'm kind of worried now that maybe I won't be able to post this episode because it will be copyright claimed by Limp Bizkit. No, it'll be fine. Fred Durst gets it. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. He's a because fan. our He's Death a by Donskoy, Donskoy Heavy Metal, was not allowed by to be By SoundCloud, though. Uh, maybe iTunes also. We're well, fine. You just bleep it out and it put, very in, li- put in some- very litigious Finnish heavy metal. Put in some public domain music. Yeah. Just like edit, like We're obviously, fine. it's te- fine. Just terribly edit public domain. Didn't music we play in. the Limp Biscuit Mission Impossible theme on one of the shows? Uh, we one talked time? about it. Okay, I don't know if we played it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's fine. And um, listen, I don't have like I'm not about to go on some like life crisis rant here about how this guy is making fun of me, like some other hosts of this program. Uh, <laughs> I get, I get it. Who are you talking about? It's think we all know who i'm talking about fred durst and um no it's fine i don't um i i I, you know you're allowed to like whoever you want i will say though and justin and i were discussing this earlier that uh i don't think this program would function without any one of the three of us so regardless of if you if i if you hate me it's all just part of the game baby i'm the skip bayless of this podcast bring it it's you're an integral part of our group dynamic exactly and um i would say that uh that uh, I feel like I'm, I, I've been nicer recently. I feel like <laughs> until, I have been, Until been about nicer. the last 20 minutes. I've so, just I'd been agree. playing Limp Bizkit. There's nothing wrong with that. That's happy music, baby. I think baby. because people have, have been like, they know what the dynamic is. and They know you're kind of like the dick of the show. Right. But they know it's like a bit for the show, yes. too. So. I, well, I would hope so. They, yeah. I would hope they would know that. Yeah, I think They'll they see do. when they meet me in person on yeah. the live show on September 23rd. Yeah. Yes. High-powered and rifle night. We... At, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> it's high-powered <laughs> rifle night, baby. At Little Mountain Gallery. Yeah, absolutely. And we have some new people who uh, might be able to get free tickets to that program. We do, yeah. Some Patreon donors. Oh, Patreon do we have some donations? more Patreon donors? We do. We have new Patreon oh, donors. hell yeah. That we can shout out at the moment. If you want to join them, you can head on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow. Nice. I'm going to pick a Limbiscuit song for each of them. Uh, this is a gentleman. <laughs> God, I hope I only have one donor. Who will now be contributing, uh, or now be a participant, rather, uh, in next year's Lucas Beasley. Oh, wow. A $20 donor. Well, that deserves a big song here. Steven Anderson. Steven Anderson. Steven Anderson. So thank you very much, Steven. We look forward to having you in our uh, horrible hockey pool next year. Stevie A. Steve. I guess it would be nice if Steven continued to Well, I guess it would be nice. And he might if not I after this episode. Touch your body. <laughs> Can I touch it for your twenty, Steven Anderson? Can you do behind blue eyes for someone? Yeah. Uh, the cover ne- is so bad. This it's next so donor. Bad. Oh man. This next donor. It's on their uh, greatest hits album. Is a gentleman who recently spoke to you after one of your stand-up shows. Oh. Uh, talking about the fact that we have listeners on the inside. Ooh, on the inside. On the baby. inside of nice. what? We don't know. We have listeners behind <laughs> the blue <laughs> eyes of the Canucks. Uh, Max Young. It's so bad already. Thank you, Max. How much did he donate? Uh, $4 a month. Thank you, Max. So thank you, Max, for that. As my conscience I hate this so much. I love this. It's the (laughs) best. Okay, who's next? Uh, Thank you, Max, not just for donating, but for giving us the satisfaction of knowing that people who work for the Canucks listen to this podcast while they're at work. Love it, baby. Uh, Eric Osbeck also donated to the show this month. So thank you. Thank you, Eric. Eric, And please don't play a song for him. No, Eric, for sure. How much did Eric donate? (laughs) $5. $5, Eric. Well, that's, that's great. He did it all for the nookie. Stop. Enough. Eric. Oz bet. Five dollars. That's what happens when you record late night, man. I can't be held responsible for what's uh, gonna happen. Brian also uh also pledged oh, I didn't to know the we patron. Had, I didn't or know we had more or, man. Uh Brienne, maybe? I don't know. Who? B R I E N. Oh, Brian? That's, that's Brian. Brian. Don't don't give it a Brian. I don't man. know, man. Don't embarrass this guy. Right sorry, here. Brian. Brian. Not as sorry as I'm gonna be when John plays mm-hmm. this song. Yeah, damn right. This is for, how much did Brian donate? A uh, one dollar, baby. Oh, for one dollar. <laughs> okay, for one dollar, then this is what he gets. You play one third of three dollar bill, y'all. Biscuit anymore. I know, that's because he only donated a dollar. He doesn't <laughs> get Limp Biscuit. You get corn for a dollar. I can't. And uh, That's a great song. Got the Life by Corn uh, pr- might be the best new metal song. Ever. And a uh, uh, returning contributor. We have more. Holy shit, this we got a lot of donors. One. Yeah. 
Uh, returning to to be a part of the Lucas Pizza Pool once again. Oh hell yeah! This season is uh, our friend Ryan Verviticus. He upped his donation. He did. Ryan, you're the best. Wow. So we, we appreciate all okay, of those well. donations. Let's uh, grab a beer soon. Let's watch Mission Impossible too. Mission Impossible. Someone gave us more than a twenty dollar donation. They were already donating twenty, and they gave us more. This song is actually good. It is actually good. I don't know if I'd go that far. Come on. It's pretty good, man. It's when these drums kick in. Not yet. Just wait, baby. Just wait, baby. Just wait. Like, it is good in that the theme to Mission Impossible is good. You can't tell me you're not grooving a little bit in your pants right now. In my pants. In the world today, all the little girls filling up the world today. With the good comes the bad, the bad comes the good. But I'm gonna live my life like I should. How do you know these lyrics? They said they can, now we did it. Just because they don't stay fitted, you ever committed. I don't want to do cap gets a rap from these critics. I don't want to do, do a mailbag anymore. Do we always gotta live I don't, don't want to do this life show is anymore. It's moving really fast. Better stay on top or life will kick you in the ass. I wish we had not done any more episodes. I think John had the right idea. Should have stopped at 53. Yeah. <clears throat> Lucky number. Well, uh, I, I, f- I really feel bad that this is now a bit, but I'm definitely doing not, it every week. No, this is the if most you fun. ever do this again, I'm not. Where those are clip, not those are our clips back. of the week. This is the most fun I've ever had on the show. <sighs> we did actually have a clip of the week. Should we just go into questions? It was from the DNC. I have a question for John. Can you play some more Limp Bizkit? <laughs> Fuck yeah, buddy. I can play more Limp Bizkit all fucking day, motherfucker. Please don't. Yes. Millennium, Millennium shit. Biscuit. Ha. X to the Z. I Get at him, dog. No, I can't do this. I'm... It's Limp Bizkit I'm... and Exhibit. I'm ready to walk out of my own apartment. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Well, I mean, there is a hole in the ceiling. This is great content. Our clip of the week comes to us from the Democratic <laughs> National Convention. I think I re- like he was so excited this week because I was getting shit on in the review, and I've wrecked it for him. No, you wrecked the whole show. <laughs> I think not just the review, the entire program. No, man, everyone likes it. The Limp Biscuit bet could be a hit. <laughs> I think it's going to be a huge hit. Remember when Stefan deleted that tweet because he lost one single follower? I might have to not release this episode because we'll lose our entire audience. Oh, no. He's really underestimating the power of this Oh, I really fucking bit. hate this a lot. This limp bis bit. I really fucking <laughs> do, hate do it. Do you remember? Like, a lot, a lot. Like, not the- in a joking way. I honestly, I hate this episode. But it makes me, but I like it more. Do you the- remember the Harambe episode? Yeah. Yeah. This is your Harambe. We th- exactly. So now I need a Harambe episode. <laughs> Yeah, but you're too laid back. You can't hate anything. I could hate some stuff. I don't know. This is pretty fun, though. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're going to be surprised. I, I, I think, think people are really going to like it. I've already coined it. It's the limp biz bit, and people are going to really enjoy it. Here's, here's the DMC. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Jordan, and I'm here with Hillary. I said that because I know that uh, Donald Trump couldn't tell the difference. That's an elite level burn. That's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar being about the funniest he's been since the original <laughs> airplane. And I don't even think he was trying to be funny in that. I think. Oh I, no, he's very pleased. He's with himself. he's the original Blake Griffin. 
Yeah. The funny tall basketball I read player. an article about him and talking about how it was like so weird that he like, because he d- didn't even really find like airplane funny or something. I don't know. It was very interesting. Yeah. What did he say? <laughs> Is this your new he bit now? His, You're going to be... He looked re- at his reviews and he was like, now the critics want to hit it. But they say they can't. Now we did it just because they don't get it. But now, now he's in on it. To ever he's in on now the this bed. red cap gets a rap from these critics. Why do we always got to lie? Okay, do enough. We, no, stop. You, again, you keep bringing it on yourself. John looks like a new metal singer right now. Buddy, I know. I purposely put the hat backwards because I got fucking pumped about all the Limp Bizkit singing. Limp Bizkit, Corn, System of a Down. The Family Values Tour. Buddy, Raumstein. I know all the words. I don't even know German. Do. Do hushed. I know all the words to that and fire fry, but it's just I just know syllables. I don't know what I'm saying. I could be saying anything. Uh, <clears throat> Have you ever seen a Rammstein show with the like he brings out like the dildo and he like fucks the keyboardist in the ass with it and then I, he likes what i have really oh dude it's unbelievable the guy the lead singer of rammstein is a uh licensed pyrotechnician so he does like all these crazy pyro stunts in all their shows and then yeah he uh on the family values tour he brings the keyboardist out on a dog leash and puts him up on a platform and pretends to fuck him in the ass with this rubber dick that spouts out like milk so it looks like he's coming and then he like jizzes all over the crowd Okay. So this awesome. is a band, right? Yeah, Rammstein. Okay, you yeah. don't know who Rammstein no, is? Rammstein okay, is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're a band. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I almost feel like we should just skip the mailbag at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a few questions. Oh, we got to load up the mailbag here. Uh, we got so many questions in I the bag. I don't want to do this show anymore. Oh, my God. At it's least letter time. It's letter time. Flutter time. It's flutter time. What am I reading? You've got mail. What am I reading? Next question. I got a I got a really good one here. Okay, take it away, Stefan. This is from Bizvan69, and he says, uh, "Justin, how do you feel about the limb biscuit bit?" <laughs> Not Bi- great. Bizvan69. Decidedly yeah. not great. Yeah. Oh man, limb biscuit are so good. <clears throat> What's your? What would you say is your favorite Limp Biscuit song, Justin? Uh, like actually, yeah. For me, it is the Mission Impossible. One. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. I mean, probably Faith because not theirs. You know, like it's like, actually a good song. <laughs> but you can't pick a cover though. Yeah, you can. Behind Blue Eyes. I mean, that is also a cover. Justin, I think you're under. This episode's gonna do great. It's gonna do so I want well. To die right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, I'm fucking loving this. It was Camber. It was Camber Weiss who said, "I'm sorry. Who is this again?" In oh, response okay. uh, to nice. us, I like Camber. An episode. And his Twitter name right now indicates which side he is on in the great debate over who was hotter, oh. Marlon oh. or Tom Hanna. <laughs> his that name got, got pretty heated. It's hashtag Team Marlon. <laughs> Wow. wow. So that's amazing. That debate on our Facebook page got, it got incredibly really heated. Yeah. If you're not in the Real Good Show Facebook group yet, fucking you're buddy, out. what are you waiting you're for? You're missing out. What's the perfect Limp Bizkit? Okay. Also, I just found out there's a Limp Bizkit song that came out in 2012 that's Limp Bizkit, Birdman, and Lil Wayne. Holy shit. And it's called Champions. I don't know what that means. Uh, I got a question here from Doug. It already sounds really bad. <laughs> no. 
No. Stop. No, no. Okay. I have, no. To, I have to draw the line there. Well, I, I didn't do it. I've honestly never heard it. That was like a legit bit where I was like, okay, well, I've never heard of this. That was Oh, really man. Behind Blue Eyes is their most downloaded song. Of course it is. On Apple Music. Uh, this is from Doug Exeter, and he says, longtime listener, first time caller. I'll hang up and listen for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Uh, did we decide which are we on? Are, or did we decide as a show whether we're Marlin or Team Marlin? I or thought Tom you were saying that, like Tom I, has less sex, and so yeah, Marlin. Yeah, I, never, I backed Tom in right. this debate. Okay, we I think I wisely, I wisely choices. stayed out of the fray. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was a fun. It was a definitely a fun debate of them posting pictures back and forth and like photoshops. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. No, our, our listeners are awesome. So I don't know. I think I think we gotta call it a tie. Yeah, yeah. They both uh, fuck a lot. Yeah. Well, it's still and Tom it's Hanna still in contention. I will say, Tom Hanna and Marlon have both purchased tickets to the live show, so but, maybe we will settle it live. But Tom lives in Ohio. Yeah, there's so, no way he's coming. So but, wha- why? But maybe he's. Co- I maybe don't know. he is. I mean, I'd love. It's to his talk right to as a as a donor to the show. It's his right to a ten dollar donor. Ticket. Tom Tom is like a top five listener of all time. Oh, definitely for sure. Yeah. So it'd be great if he was there. Yeah, I would love to see him there for sure. Oh yeah, me too. As long as he doesn't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Laidback Luke, who also sent in the photo of Draymond Green's dick. Asks, Sorry, did you say DJ Lethal? Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> did he just actually, he sent the picture He the sent dick? the photo, but then he followed it up. Is Melvin Upton Jr. legally required to change his name back to BJ now that he plays for the Blue Jays? Oh, that's a, actually a really good question. I, for, I When they got Melvin Upton, I was like, who the hell is Melvin Upton? And I forgot that he had changed his name to Melvin from, because, from BJ. Because BJ was originally Boss Man Jr. Was it actually? Yes, because his dad was not. I like Are you looking this up right now? Man. Okay, I like the idea. Or did of you just know this? I did know that. Yeah, but I also looked it up. Okay, <laughs> it is very confusing. Okay, I didn't realize that. I Melvin. thought it was. I th- I like the idea of like he was getting made fun of for being named BJ, and he was like, ah, I'll show you guys. I'll change it to the coolest name ever, Mel- Melvin. <laughs> kind of backfired. Jr. Yeah. He said it's that, like uh, uh, it's like Kobe Bean. It's sort yeah. of like, like that weird thing of like being named after your dad's shitty nickname. Yeah, yeah. When he um, when he changed it back to Melvin Upton Jr., he said that uh, he stated his desire to use his actual name was a result of his teammates and fans knowing him as BJ and feeling the name was irrelevant to him away from the ball diamond. Upton spoke with his family members about using his birth name full time before filing the paperwork with Major League Baseball office. Did uh, DJ Layback Luke just send us a picture of the dick with like no words or anything? Nothing, no, no words at all. Just I the dick. I was looking through the replies and I was like, okay, well that's not something. <laughs> that's I need to fantastic. See, I oh, that's great. <clears throat> Almost all of the questions today are about uh, swimming in the Rio disease-filled that's water. That's true. Like. Like at least fifty. Well, yeah, I read a thing where if, if and a lot if, of people were asking which summer Olympic sport we thought we'd be best at right now. Right yeah. now, like you have to play it tomorrow. Like the horse riding one, probably. Dressage, yeah. horse dance, yeah, because it kind of does everything. Yeah, the horse it's, does all the work. It's not a bad call. I think people who ride horses would probably take umbrage with that. Oh, the, I, oh the they horse. definitely would. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think, I, say, I think they would definitely say, "I take umbrage with that." Yeah, that's the words they, they ride would horses. You know who would no, feel good about accurate. it? The horse would be like, "Yeah, I'm getting my due. Thanks." Yeah, those motherfuckers finally have paying been attention to me, finally. riding my ass for years. Yeah, I put the I put the horse's name first. Exactly. Uh, well, I would need to look at the full list of Summer Olympic Games. All right, I'm trying um, to think. I think I can name almost all of them. 
Like in terms of sports, I play like soccer. I, I mean, yeah, I get destroyed. Get I could sit. I could sit on the bench. Yeah. Didn't say I had to play. Did That's I? true. No. Well, technically, you sit on the bench yeah. all the time. You can still win a medal. It's like which would you be best at? Is what people ask. So sitting I'm, sitting I'm, on the bench. I don't need soccer. to play. So I could. St- I'm gonna come last in anything. But it, like, I feel like which one would I? actually You should be like finish? one of those inspiring athletes from like like there was that uh, skier who wore like a leopard suit. He's from like Ghana or something. Yeah. Yeah. A couple that years swimmer. Ago. The swimmer that took like two and like he could barely swim. Yeah. You should like we should do like do like uh, high diving. Do you know how to swim? I know how to swim. Yes. Okay. So here's we've so got that rules that out. Yeah, high dive would be dope. Do, can you do? do could you think you could just dive? do it? If okay, honestly, if you did a cannonball in the high dive event, you'd be more well known than the person who actually won the event. Oh, hundred percent, million, so, a million percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that would be fun. Actually, that'd be super. But from ten meters up, man, like I don't even think I could dive from ten meters up. Like I'd break my neck. Oh, I don't yeah, know how no to do question. it properly. Yeah. Like I've dove off of a three meter before, and it hurt really bad. I jumped off a five meter once, and it's yeah, ten it meters. Hurts. Ten meters insane. It's insane. Yeah, you got to really know what you're doing. Yeah. So a cannonball, that's, that's a big cannonball splash. would hurt like fuck. The worst. In, that was one of the grossest injuries really I've we- ever seen. I coordinated Frosh Week at UBC oh, no. for two years, and one of the events we did was a pool party. So of course, kids would show up drunk, even though we like you know we would check their bags and shit on the way in. But you said a would, narc. <coughs> It's my job or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so we had a giant pool party and we would open the 10 meter and some kid went off of it, drunk, landed on his back. Like it was like the loudest noise I've ever heard. His back was bubbling. Have you ever seen those like bruises before where it's almost like your skin is bubbling? Yeah. But it was his entire back. Holy but he was so fuck. drunk that he didn't, he was like, I'm fine. And I was like, you are not fine. <laughs> Holy it shit. was the grossest thing I've ever seen. We had to call his mom to come pick him up. It was really cute. In university, his mom had to come pick him up. Um, it's really weird. I'm looking at the full list of, of Summer Olympic Games. And tennis is called Jeu de Pomme. Apple game? P A U M E. Palm? Jeu de Pomme? Oh, that must be uh, Portuguese because tennis in French is tennis. Uh, apparently this was only held at the 1908 Summer Olympics. Tennis? It's just been called tennis the rest of the time. Oh, I got beyond you. Beyond that. Uh, yeah. So I don't, so, yeah, I'm probably, I'd pick wrestling. I was going to say, yeah. 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 Have you wrestled before? I did it in high school okay. and like, I would just do it as a joke. Right. Obviously. Like try to do the rock bottom the whole time. Yeah. Right. We're not going to take this seriously. Yeah. I would do the speed walking and just like run. Oh, but yeah, then you'd be DQ'd. Obviously. I'd like walk out to hell's bells probably. <laughs> They have every racer has a judge that walks around the course with them to ensure the rule is that you're not allowed to have both of your feet off the ground. Yeah, that event is actually insane. It's insane. I have a buddy that did it like in high school and was like working his way to work. Like the guy who's like the best in the world at it is like it's it's ridiculous. You watch them do it and they're almost dead by the end of it. Oh, yeah, because it's crazy discipline. Yeah, Uh, I don't even know what sport I would be. Is like, croquet an Olympic sport? No. Ah, it probably is. was at it one was, point. It was in the 1900 Olympic right. Games. Croquet it is. Damn, croquet would be dope. Yeah. I'm probably the best at baseball of all the summer sports, but again, I wouldn't be. It's no longer an Olympic sport. No, I know, but they're, bring, they're bringing it back in 2020. Oh, and, really? and softball, both. I don't know why they ever got rid of them in the first place. Because people are stupid. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, maybe one of the track things. 
Like I'm Mo- not like modern I'm, pentathlon. Oh god, that's ten things I got to be bad. I at. would or love no, five things. Yeah, five I want to do that though. I'm gonna be horrible at all of them, but right. I want to do it. What is just to uh, say I did it and finish? What are the five in pe- in the pentathlon? The modern th- pentathlon involves uh, fencing. Oh, pistol shooting. Oh, two hundred meter f- freestyle swimming. Okay. Show jumping on horse on horseback. So dressage is part of the pentathlon. And a th- well, no, show jumping is different than dressage. Um, fine, whatever. Dressage is like uh, is legitimately horse dancing. Okay. Yeah, it's like you just show off the horse. It's like the Westminster Dog Show of horses. Okay. Ish. Uh, and uh, concludes with a three-kilometer cross-country run-in, but apparently that's being replaced by a track event this year, probably because. Rio does not have three kilometers that you can do cross-country running in. You probably don't want to run three kilometers (laughs) through the favela. (laughs) Be killed. Well, yeah, the swimmers. So I think if they swallow like three gulps of the the water, they're like 99% guaranteed to get some horrible bacterial infection. Yeah. In for what, triathlon? Some some sort of like super bacteria. Because that's the only open water thing, right? I think so, yeah. It's like a super bacteria that is like... Resistant yeah. to any antibiotics. Yeah, and then there's also like the sailors and stuff. That you're gonna yeah, be yeah. Near the water oh, yeah, of course. And, yeah, the canoeing and rowing. I feel like I could do sailing if I just like sat on the boat. Oh, have you seen the new sailboats though? Oh, that's true. The sailboats are made out of fiberglass. Yeah, so you'd be you'd be dead. You'd, they would you'd legitimately die. Um, <laughs> so would I. I'm not saying I wouldn't either, but um, yeah, I don't I don't even know. I, I'm not looking at a list right now, but uh, oh, maybe archery. No, no. <laughs> That I'd die. Also, I'd find a way to shoot myself. Uh, ooh, Basque Pelota. That sounds fun. Uh, I feel like I'd be decent at rugby. Oh, yeah. No, not I'd be dead. Uh, f- ooh, fencing. <clears throat> Maybe fencing. or uh, Trampoline. Just oh, bounce on God. a trampoline. That'd be fun. I'd be so scared. <laughs> Just jump straight up and down. Yeah, exactly. that's all you do. <laughs> Whee! Yeah, I'm going to go fencing. I mean, I'd lose really bad, but it'd be fun. And I'm not terrible. Well, I guess I, I originally picked wrestling, <clears throat> and uh, Reese at Reesest Agenda writes nice. in with, "Is Shane McMahon's Here Comes the Money the best WWE intro music? Is that uh, currently? Does anyone have Limp Bizkit as a? Yes, Undertaker did. Had Roland. I wanted to play it. It says <laughs> this is restricted on certain sites, so I can't. Or no, did Undertaker have Roland or American Badass? He had oh, American he had Badass. Oh, I thought he had Roland. He was the American badass, but he had Roland. Oh yeah, because when he he also had a Kid Rock song for a little while. There was Limp Bizkit. Yeah, taker, sorry, there was Kid, Kid Rock, Rock is taker. American badass. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Oh, and that's but, the uh, yeah, that's also a great song that I know all the words to. No, please don't. Let me find it here. <laughs> just to say. I, well, you don't like it? It's Metallica. Sad but true. But there's some good theme songs right now. Uh, I've played Sasha Banks's theme on the show before. Set up and fought out this state with my own two hands. We traveled this land packed tight in minivans. And all this for the fans, girls, money, and fame. I played their game and had to scream my name. I will show no shame. I live and die for this. And if you come off soft, then you on this. Enough. Are you scared? Uh. Without a cause. He's into it. Evil Emma has a great theme I song. I honestly have no idea how I know all the words to that still. Anyway. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll, this is my current favorite. Shin, Shinsuke Nakamura. It's the best. Yeah. Even I like that one. Yeah. Nothing livens up a party quite like a it's big my favorite WWE dicks. entry. <laughs> Grandma's coming over. Dicks. Wedding. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think we can all agree that makes us want to fuck. Oh, yeah, that's that's, that's dynamite. Also, th- also, this is a good one too. Yeah, I was gonna say AJ Styles also. Yep. Yep. Because that's, like, the only two guys on the roster right now who don't just have, like, some shitty, like, drum-filled, new metal, yeah. butt-rock bullshit. Yeah, totally. totally. Um, so those those two really stand out. But the, that's probably enough about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is one of my... Noah f- Vanderhoff asks, what Olympic sport would a gorilla medal in? What Olympic like sport would a, gr- I guess? would a gr- probably like judo? I believe a gorilla could probably throw you around. Oh pretty yeah, good. like he yeah, really ragdolled that kid. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know. Former guest host on this program, Grania at Whole Grania asks. If you had to pick an athlete to replace you for an episode, which athlete would be the most convincing? I'm going to go first. Well, uh, Blake Griffin. I'm picking you. Blake Griffin. Ass man. Underrated as one of the best. I love to stick them. Love to stick those love asses. Love to stick asses for sure. I'm going to kick them. Cause I'm an ass man. Okay. Uh, Tehun Kim. Sorry, enough with the uh, Keith thing. Smith with asks, the "What was the most sports-like thing Stefan witnessed at the DNC?" Uh, I almost bought a Philadelphia Phillies mug at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wait. What was the previous question? Host who would get used to you? Chose Kyle, Kyle Wellwood, the host who oh. would con- convincingly replace you. Oh man, that's a good question. Uh, an athlete as a guest host. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna pick Shea Weber, but he's busy doing hockey stuff. So, uh. <laughs> oh, I'll take Joey Votto. He was—he's been a real dick. Did you see that thing tonight? That, no. Tonight. Yeah, with a foul ball. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. So he went—he went to catch a foul ball, and then a fan interfered, and then he just looked at the fan, and then the fan was wearing a red shirt, and he like plucked the Reds logo, being like. You're on my team. Come what on. the fuck, man? And then he, he also su- had that thing recently. And then he signed the, a ball to the fan, and he wrote, "I'm sorry when I behaved out of character, Joey Votto." <laughs> he also had that thing recently where the kid in the front row asked yeah. for his batting gloves, and he said, "You're sitting in the front row. This isn't a make a wish situation." Yeah, you're elite. <laughs> you're sitting in the front row. You're elite. This isn't a make a wish situation. <laughs> Which is like the greatest athlete yeah. quote of all, of all time. time. So yeah, I'll take Joey Votto as my reasonable replacement. <laughs> uh, we got a great question here from a former guest on the program, Jackson Playfair. Oh boy. Jackson writes in to ask, what schools actually allowed John Cullen to sub for them just so I know exactly where not to send my future children? <laughs> Uh, well, I'll say to Jackson that, uh, he's obvious things are getting obviously a little too serious. He's only been with his girlfriend for like six months. So he needs to gear down a little bit on the future children front. Um, but I'm allowed to teach at all Surrey school district schools. So I guess so long as he stays in Phoenix, tough choice for him, probably. 
Uh, I think too, did I send you guys that photo of him working out with Austin Matthews and Austin Matthews is like 18 and built like a fucking tank. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? <laughs> oh man. I can't wait for him to be on the Leafs. Oh, he's on already on them. Uh, Svergvegen <laughs> at Charlie and back rides. So how's your summer guys? I think we answered that. Yeah, we got we got <laughs> pretty real thoroughly. Deep. Yeah. We did an hour on that. Yeah, we got real <laughs> deep into that. I just a lot of limb biscuit for me. Uh, Chris F at Farlacious C writes: If RGS had a cheesy soundboard like a r- morning radio show, what would be your most used sounds? We'll play the Russell thing right now. Russell, look out! There you go. <laughs> um. Ooh, my most played thing probably would be. Uh, Oh yeah. Oh, that's this. Is. Not enough people introduce themselves in their first song by shouting their own name for the first minute of it. Definitely I definitely know <laughs> all the words to that song. This is for the questions that don't have any answers. The midnight glancers and the topless dancers. Uh, Marlon Phillips at Marlon the Man writes, May I kiss one or all of you after the live show? Preferably Stefan. What? Marlon's going yeah. in deep. Well, Marlon just uh, hopped above Tom there. Well, he said he's had a lot of sex. So, yeah. Or he figures he's had more sex than Tom, and maybe that's because he's including men. We'll see well. what uh, Tom can do to top that. Marlon has offered to kiss me at the live show. <laughs> Tom, step your game up. I think the live show is going to get pretty intense. Hashtag yeah. Team Marlon at Camber once again writes in, are we allowed to bring high-powered rifles to the live show? Oh, you, yes, you are. <laughs> I will sign it for you. <laughs> And one final question. I, is this a bad time to say that there was a shooting at Little Mountain Gallery? Actually? Yeah, Dave Shumka. You don't remember? Dave Shumka got shot? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, he was... Uh, <laughs> the host were, of Stop Podcast. That, that's yourself, right, yeah. Dave Shumka, the very same. Yeah, so he... Uh, they, they did a, a whole Stop Podcasting Yourself episode about it. So they were doing Ring-A-Ding-Dong Dandy one night at Little Mountain. Yeah. And uh, they were all standing outside. I don't know if it was after the show or what happened, but this I guess this guy came up and kind of... There was a group of them standing around and he started like yelling and being like very aggressive with the group. And Dave said that... Uh, you could sort of tell like that the guy was there was something going on there was like a few screws loose like it seemed like kind of a deranged person and the guy just came straight up to Dave and pulled a gun out and Dave I guess just like had enough instinct or wherewithal to like duck and the guy shot his hair and he, I do. I remember and this. He now, had, actually. Uh, it looked like his head got shaved right down the middle because he had he had like a. It was so he like tried to a, shoot him in the head. Yeah, and then Dave ducked, and he like ducked enough, and then I guess they ta- all the people around like tackled the guy or whatever. Jesus and then, fuck. Yeah, I mean, so it wasn't a shooting. At, I mean, Little Mountain's not yeah. in an unsafe area at all. It's on Main Street, but it's like, but yeah. Well, it was crazy. <laughs> Seems, sounds like they've already had high-powered rifle night. At Little <laughs> they have, and it did it well. We're, no. we're bringing it back by popular demand. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. act, don't bring a gun to yeah, the show. No. Please, please don't. Please don't do that. Please don't. Uh, but one final question here before we close the mailbag. Close her up. Comes to us from Baby Dean at Dean Two Legs, who writes, "Can we have another episode without John?" and 
After tonight, I certainly hope so, Dean. I certainly hope so. Jesus fucking Christ. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Probably. I'll probably be away again sometime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Russell, look out! <laughs> oh, it's very popular. But uh, that'll do it for the Twitter mailbag, I think. Uh, th- um, oh, and sorry, just before we go, fuck you, Dean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's now time for everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch the cherry on top of our cynical sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large one good thing if a lot of people love each other the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, I like this picture of the Noid coming in Kool-Aid Man. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not, right? It's my one good... I don't know if it's come. There's a lot of it. It could just be like milk. You know there's like that milk fetish? No. Uh, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> milk fetish? Uh, let's, uh, what's your one good thing, John? Uh, mine is, mine's not no fair. Slipknot, obviously. No, I'm just <laughs> I didn't. Even, I totally forgot what that song sounded like. Um, no, uh, my one good thing this week. I was talking about him earlier. I will recommend Nate Bergetzi as my one good thing. His uh, comedy album Full Time Magic is one of my favorite comedy albums of all time. Uh, very funny comedian. Very like kind of a storytelling type style, but sort of laid back. He's very charming, great personality and super, super sharp joke writer. Uh, so yeah, one of my favorites. So I'd recommend checking out Nate Bergetz. Kind of like a storyteller in the like Mike Birbiglia yeah. mold, right? Yeah. I would say he's a little more laugh centric than Mike Birbiglia. I think there's, you know, Mike is a guy that's pretty comfortable with like two or three minutes of like no laughs at all. Yeah. Whereas Nate is definitely more laughs than Mike, but certainly that kind of style. I feel like we talked about him after you came back from Montreal last year. Too. Probably we did. Yeah, I don't. I might have even recommended that album before, but in any <sighs> case, I'm doing it again because Nate is one of the best. So Nate Bergetzi, Full Time Magic. If I did recommend that before, no, I don't think you did. Secondary recommendation: Rory Scovel, The Charleston Special. My Rory Scovel is great. Rory yeah. Scovel is my favorite, and The Charleston Special is amazing. It's so okay sure to recommend. Like I recommended that Noid come picture like 15 times. Before, yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so those are two uh, two great comedy so specials that you can check out this week. And I celebrated my birthday a few weeks ago. Yes, you did, uh, and got some good stuff. Um, my lovely girlfriend gave me a record player. Yeah, I see that over there. Beautiful. So I've finally been able to bust out. It's so nice to be able to play your kid the, rock vinyl. The vinyl that I have been collecting for several years and had nothing to play it on. Um, <laughs> and nice. one of the records that I received for my birthday also, it's like they knew that I was going to get a vinyl record player. Greatest hit, um, Slim Biscuit. My brother gave me a record that I like have heard cuts off of. But have never like sat down and listened to all the way through, and it's really a 
good deal of fun, and I do strongly recommend that people listen to it. Uh, Johnny Cash, Live at Folsom Prison. I can see it sitting on the very top of your record stack. It is so much fun. Like, the music is great, uh, and I like heard a bunch of tracks off of it and like obviously seen Walk the Line or whatever, um, but it, like... It's funny, like how often he's intro- like interacting with the crowd and just like the little bits of conversation and chatter between songs. Like, I have a very good time listening to that album for sure. Like beyond just the music, he's very, very charming. Well, it's tough not to listen to like a boy named Sue, for example. On that, that's on that record, right? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, and that's a great like. Just him. I, I, I don't know if it's on that. I've heard a live version of him doing that. I think it's at a prison. It might not be the at Folsom prison because he did some more prison records after that one. Yeah. And the, they're definitely like super into the like, oh man, this guy got named Sue. <laughs> and yeah, in the middle of one of the tracks, he's like, stop laughing. We're recording this. <laughs> no laughing on the album recording, please. And he's obviously got a huge smile on his face. Oh, that's as awesome. He's doing that. It's just uh, a great showcase of not just his music, but his personality as well. Strongly recommend Johnny Cash live at Folsom Prison. Perfect. And with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is Graham Perkins and Monty and George also. Monty and George. But not George for much longer. Uh, You're going to kill him? (laughs) I didn't. He's going to go home. That sounded like a threat. He's going to live on a farm. <laughs> Upstate. Farm and, st- farm and space. Uh, <laughs> our intern this week is Trevor Aiken. So thank you, Trevor. Sure. Uh, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cohen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. The Noid. Oh. Yeah, that may, I mean. I mean, no, we are both right. The Noid on the brain right now. Yeah, that, that picture, I can't get out of my head. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's that's very fair. Just the like tropical punch guy could not get the cum out of his Hawaiian punch. Hawaiian punch, delicious yeah. drink. Yeah, but he's standing in the Kool Aid man's shit. Yeah, that's true. Not very good. Uh, it's just weird that the Kool Aid man can it. shit. You've already stopped it, haven't you? No. Well, he can oh, yeah. Come, I thought you did. So, yeah, but but the shitting is no. He's not coming. The noid is coming. But I don't know. He's dumping some sort of the cum Hawaiian into punch him. man is stepping in the shit of yeah. the Kool Aid man. Yes. Well, we assume it's near the Kool Aid man. It's near his ass. No, but there's I think the, it's coming out of his ass. You can in see the picture. it coming out of his. Can butt. you? I yeah, think yeah. it's just the. I don't no, want to. I think the there's like again, brown but. stuff coming out of his jug. <laughs> it's one sixteen in the morning. Yeah, that's perfect. That's a good time to talk about this as any. <laughs> Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around a bend And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison and time keeps dragging on But that train keeps rolling on down to San Antonio When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son Always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry
Hunter's rich hotel from a fancy dining car. They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars. Well, I know I had it coming. I know I can't be free. But those people keep a moving, and that's what tortures me. From this prison, if that railroad train was mine, I bet I'd move it on a little farther down the line, far from Folsom Prison. That's where I want to stay. And I'd let that lonesome whistle blow my blues away. <laughs> 